hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello everybody and welcome to Roll for It, a fast-paced Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring random monsters and epic adventures. Each episode we will roll for it, using the dice to randomly select which monster we face out of our list of 100 options. Even our DM won't know what comes next. Every monster becomes part of a continuous journey that pushes our characters to grow together as they grow stronger. We'll be leveling up every episode so our characters will get very powerful very fast as we approach the final boss. So whether you're brand new to the game or a true D&D veteran, thank you for tuning in to Roll For It Season 2. Here we are, episode two. Welcome back. Can you guys actually introduce yourselves to the audience real quick and then tell us who you're playing, what your character is? Hey, everybody. I'm Colleen, and I play a turtle named Gram Gram. She is a cleric of the nature goddess Eldaith. Gram Gram has a big shell that is always strapped with packs of craft supplies and gear for her travels. She's a lover, not a fighter, but her trusty frying pan will serve a good whooping if she really needs to give it. What's up, everybody? My name is Andrew, and my character's name is Eric. He's a Githzerai, he's skinny, but he's all muscle, and he always carries a mysterious flask on his belt. For 20 years, Eric trained with shadow monks, but now is his time to return to the city and fight for the good of its people. Hey listeners, I'm Kendall, and my character is a super tough, ambitious, young half-orc named Zula. She's muscular and wields a huge, fancy great axe. Zula was trained for battle first by her mom and her world-famous adventurer stepdad, but she has never had her own time in the spotlight. And I'm Jake. I'm the Dungeon Master, so I'm controlling all the non-player characters and randomly determined monsters. And I'm doing my very best to make sure everybody has a good time while also trying to kill them. This is episode two we're starting now. Mm -hmm. So the great thing about this show is we're leveling up every episode, so now our characters are all level two. Woo! Nice. (laughs) Before we get any further, could I have one of you, probably Kendall because she didn't roll last time, (gasps) Roll the D100 to determine this week's monster. 39. Okay, 39. Previously, Zula, a half-orc fighter, Erak, a gith monk, and Gram-Gram, the turtle cleric, signed up as members of the Guild of Guardians, a well-respected team of adventurers who tackle the day-to-day problems of Urid City. Yeah, and we took, took on a fire elemental and uh, had a dalsum. Came outside to find out that all the guardians were missing except us three. We are the last three left, Ooh. and all the townspeople are looking at us. Pretty much it, right? That's where that's lucky. what happened. Yeah, it just took longer. <laughs> <laughs> the hundreds of other able adventurers had not returned at the end of the day from their assigned adventures. According to the angry group of townspeople gathered outside the headquarters. They hadn't even made it to the adventures in the first place. When you return, Ted, the Warforged Guild Administrator, points you out to the growing crowd as the only guardians who haven't mysteriously vanished. It sounded way better than when I said it. No, yours yours really was really good. A small circle has formed around you. What do you 
do? Well, it looks like we've cornered the market. And Ted doesn't know what went on? He doesn't seem to. This, this is terrible. Does, does anyone know what happened? Eh, 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 eh. There's uh, crickets. Um, oh. that, that was crickets? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I, I thought someone was hurting. <laughs> Suddenly, the people all swarm you with questions. They're shoving through the crowd to get a glimpse at the last guardians. Uh, they ask you what happened. They ask you where everybody else went. Come now, free hugs, free hugs. <laughs> It's dusk as you guys are being swarmed with these questions. After your long day, after fighting that fire elemental and then... I want to push through the crowd so we can, like, get inside. Uh, you start to push your way through, and before you can make it to the front, one voice booms over the rest and says, Clear a path! And the crowd does. As the sea of confused citizens parts, you see a dragonborn approach. She wears a half plate of shining gold armor adorned with the emblem of the town guard. She has dark blue scales and a rigid horn on her head and a dozen guards behind her with less decorative equipment. This is the captain of the watch, Lyra Malbeth. She stares at each of you grimly as if sizing you up for battle, just one at a time, just looking over you, trying to read you. Can I help you, sweetie? She looks at you, Gram Gram, and then uh, a few seconds later, she nods at the guards behind her who begin to surround you. They're holding shackles. You are under arrest for suspicion of involvement in the disappearance of the Guardians. You will be transported to jail where you will await trial. If you are innocent, the court will find you innocent. Resistance, however, will be met with lethal force. As she talks, the guard starts to put shackles on you if you let them. I go into my shell. You do? <laughs> yeah. Arms to- are you arms, hiding your arms? Heads, legs, everything's in. That's okay. pretty cool. And I'm 700 pounds. <laughs> Graham Graham just ducks into her shell and just sort of wobbles onto the floor. Mm-hmm. A couple of guards stand next to her shell, <laughs> holding shackles, just kind of confused about what to do. Whoa, 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 you know? You try to just kind of yeah, like, back we're, away. We're guardians, too. What are you guys doing? We're, we're guardians. Get your hands off me. Lyra approaches and she says, I told you, resistance will be met with lethal force. Please... If you are innocent, the court will find you innocent. Oh, he starts seeing legs and head poke out. I'm so scared. It's okay, Graham. Graham, we'll get through this. Let's just let's just go with them. Okay. All right. There's a tense moment as you've started to sort of struggle against them. Hands are on their weapons, and they're waiting to see what you do as Lyra says this, and you seem to appease her and they approach and put the shackles on you. Your hands are shackled in front of you, and you guys are put into the back of a jail wagon. Someone tell Grocky where I am. Two guards get on the front of the wagon. You guys are put inside, and there's a padlock on the outside that chains you in, and there's a barred window that you can see out the back, and a barred window that you can see a little bit out the front, and you see where your two guards are. Your weapons are removed and left in the front of the wagon. You can sort of see the bag beneath the guards. Do I still have my frying pan? You're frying? I, you know? <laughs> it's just my cooking pan. Go ahead and make a deception check then. Twelve. All right, then you can keep your frying pan. And uh, oh, loads you, the three sweetie. of you into the back. And he's one of the two drivers. His name is Dave. He's a human town guard. <laughs> and uh, the wagon starts to go. It's pulled by two horses. And uh, it's traveling pretty quickly through the narrow streets of Urid City. 
as you're traveling along on the road, it becomes dark, and the only light in the street is from these suspended oil lamps. Where's Durbin? Durbin, you actually notice, is following behind you after a couple of minutes. Yay. He just is, like, trotting along behind. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> he doesn't seem shaken, really. He's just like, oh, well, uh, they're going this way now. <laughs> I wonder if Durbin's like, oh, I'm not good enough for them <laughs> yeah. to travel. Can't, can't give Durbin a ride. There's no room. Well... It's been quite a day. First day on the Guardians, and then they all disappear but us. Dave in the front seat, he looks back from time to time, and he says, Oh, first day then, is it? So how was it difficult to get in then? Because think about working on my resume and dropping in myself. See if they'll give me a... Well, if they show up again. Did you kill them, the rest of the Guardians? Are they dead or no, something? No, they, di- they disappeared. Yeah, absolutely we not. We were working when it happened. Right, right, right. Should I'm be sure pretty that'll... easy for you to get in. I'm sure there's like nobody here. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. The other one who is actually a goblin, whose name is Marath. Quit talking to the prisoners. It's against the rules. And uh, he's like, "Oh, come on, buddy. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. We'll get. We'll be there in ten minutes." I'm just very scared. And you should be scared. You guys are involved in the disappearance of the guardians, which are the most protecting people and adventurers. And... Use your words. Come on now, slow down. Quiet back there. <laughs> We're not supposed to be talking to you. We had nothing to do with their disappearance. We're victims ourselves. We're in the back of a jail wagon now. I actually recently cleaned it. I hope that you're comfortable back there. But, um... Feels very homey. I start praying. Oh, Eldaith. Please, Eldaith, help us find them and get out of this mess and... I'm a little hungry, and I want a snack, and I miss Groggy, and I'm just not sure. <laughs> so as Graham Graham sort of nods off into sleep, uh, do you guys want to do anything as you travel? Do you think this is going to be a fair trial? Not by the way it seems. It looks like we're already guilty. If It feels like they're going to charge us for something we didn't do. Right. Maybe I could use Mage Hand. And grab our weapons. Or maybe I could... <laughs> could I unlock locks with Mage Hand? Well, as you say that, actually, so here's something else that might be relevant. First of all, shout out to Durbin's pack. Ooh, this week, they voted on what is in Durbin's backpack that what? might be able to help you guys out. Durbin, come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to try and be subtle about that? <laughs> I'm going to go to the front of the wagon and just like, hey, so, um, tell me about yourselves. Dermot, Dermot, come here. Shh, quiet, prisoner. Oh, come on, man. She's she's obviously new in town. We'll talk to her a little bit. Come here, Dermot. Well. So Dermot picks up his pace and trots a little bit closer to the back of the wagon. That's when I use Mage Hand and see what's inside his pack. So it's a gift Sarai ability that you have, basically just telekinesis. Mm-hmm. But you're able to like turn the little buckle on Durbin's pack and lift up the flap. And you sense the object inside and you lift it up and it begins to float over towards you. And it's like a round bottle and there's a swirling light blue liquid inside. Yes. And uh, you'll have to catch it outside the bars because it won't fit through. Okay. Well, as I'm pulling it towards me, reach my hand out, let it drop right into my palm. Uh, make a stealth check just as you're kind of like trying to be nonchalant about sticking your hand out the back of the carriage right now. Six. Six total? What did you roll? (laughs) Hey, what are you doing back there? And uh, they can't see what you're doing because you're blocking the window. 
but your hand's out there with the potion. Fell <laughs> <laughs> um, out of the sky. <laughs> you don't want it to break. The label on it says, Potion of Etherealness. Drink this to get ghosty. <laughs> Lasts up to five minutes. Oh. And next to the little asterisk, it says, Bite your tongue to rematerialize. Feel free to try and do haunty shit. I'm just going to be like, if you're going to do something, do it now. <laughs> well, then I quickly bring my hand back into the cart. Well, you can't get it through, but you could. Oh, I can't get it through? <laughs> yeah. Well, then, right, then right there. You just put your face up to the bar. Right to the to the dome. You begin to chug the potion, and uh, you see he's doing, he's drinking something back there. Cart starts to slow, and you get to the last drop, and you guys look, and actually, not Gram Gram, she's fast asleep, <laughs> but Zula, you look, and Eric just completely vanishes. Oh my and god. And then you hear just a, a glass break as the potion bottle drops outside of the cart, and then in the same second, as the two guards are looking back, just like in bewilderment, you hit this huge bump in the road or something. But suddenly, the wagon is jerked to the side, and you all fall into the corner as the carriage tips and half of it drags in the dirt. And the guards let out screams of surprise and the wagon drags to a stop. Meanwhile, Eric, you all of a sudden realize that you are not touching anything anymore. You can still see around you in this sort of gray blue mist. Your hand is now just passing freely through the bars and you are in the ethereal plane. Mm. But you can actually feel the bars that you're passing through is if you could interact with them, maybe not as strong as you used if to be If I concentrated, to, I could like But you grab can them. affect objects in the material plane. Oh, also, Eric, your shackles landed right on the ground because they just fell through, oh, your, yeah, they yeah. Fell through your wrists. I think I'm going to have all three of you at this point roll initiative. 17. 10. 10 here as well. The guards hop up off of their spot and go and investigate what's going on. And they see that the wheel's off. And uh, Dave approaches the back as he looks around, and then you hear, Dave! The goblin guard, Marath, he's uh, about 30 feet away. And behind Dave, you see, barely illuminated by suspended oil lamps in this narrow, empty street, Marath points his shield and spear at something in the darkness. Eric, was that, was that you? Did you tip over the cart? I did, what? That wasn't me. Where are you? I'm straight up gonna try to kick these doors open. Make a strength check. Who's three again? Eleven. There's a loud bang, but it doesn't budge. I would say in my uh, my ghostly state, I go to the guard, whichever guard has the key in his pocket, grab the key, and open that door. You do manage to just lift the keys off of the guard unnoticed because they're, like, very distracted. You take the keys and you return to the door and you throw the keys into the lock. Uh, it's a little bit difficult to carry them. It's almost like they're like heavy, you know, like they're like almost they're like falling through my hand almost constantly trying to fall out of your grip. And then it is Graham Graham's turn. What's happening? <laughs> Come here, sweetie. And she goes um, over to Zula and just plants a smooch on her cheek. And I give you some guidance. So you can roll when a D4 whenever you want and add the number rolled to one of your ability checks. Nice. Thanks, Graham Graham. Right. Be safe. <laughs> you guys hear Dave. As you see his spear hand start to tremble as well, as a creature approaches into the lamplight, he says, Oh, gods. And the creature, number 39 on our list of monsters that you just rolled, is a death dog. Ooh. It's a... What does that look like? A death nice. dog. It's a large, muscular canine with a mane like a hyena, 
and two ferocious-looking heads, fangs bared, dripping saliva, and letting out a low, terrifying growl. Oh, <laughs> he's cute. Can I see him, like, from Graham Graham's eyes? Yeah, you can see him because okay. he's just entering beneath, like, the oil lamps above. I mm. don't think he wants us to take him home. <laughs> and he's got some glowing orange eyeballs. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, it attacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way. It leaps forward and dives and tries to jump on Marath. So Marath is going to get bit by two different heads of this death dog. Marath holds up his shield and the death dog just jumps and like tackles the shield out of the way and bites over it, biting both shoulders of Marath. And as the dog just continues to attack him, another death dog actually jumps right into the window that you're looking out of, Zula, and just jumps right in front of you and just bites at the bars and scares you. How do you feel now about unlocking the door? <laughs> Keep us in here. <laughs> Don't open it. Don't Eric, open. You just, it just sort of just passes right through you. Yeah. Uh, but it can't get through the bars, and it just instead turns to go and attack Dave. Dave! So Marath just... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Like thrusts up and his spear just flies out of his hand. So what you get? Dave manages to stab his spear into the side of the creature. Dave could totally be a guardian. Um, <laughs> that puts it back at Zula's turn. I'm gonna try to go for the key first. Graham, Graham, I'm gonna open it. Just stay All alert. Right. All right. So you squeeze your arm out through the bars. Uh, it barely fits because you're a muscular person. But uh, you manage to get a hold of the key and just twist it, and sure enough, the door unlocks, and you almost sort of like fall out with it as you're leaned over, and you are free-ish. What do you do now? I'm gonna run to the front and grab my battle axe, but I want to jump on top of the wagon. Okay, so you grab the bag, you uh, grab your battle axe out of it, and you jump on top of the wagon. Remember, you're still wearing your uh, completely ruined leather armor. Yep. (laughs) Which has just been burnt up and just fallen apart, basically. Your armor is, like, very strategically sexily burnt, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, some side underboob. Ooh, yeah, there we go. (laughs) So, Eric, that makes it your turn. Uh, You are still ghosty. And they're 30 feet away, the, the dogs? Yep. And right now, Zula is over top of you, carrying a duffel with all of your weapons in it. I will float my way up to Zula. Okay. And grab my commas. Okay, so if you stay ghosty, you can sort of grab them, but they're not going to, like, you don't feel like you could swing them. I float my way up there, bite my tongue, 
Putting <laughs> <laughs> right. myself into into this realm. He's done being How hard do you bite your tongue? Hard enough to make me physical. <laughs> <laughs> Just hands. Like See, no blood or anything. You know, I'm not trying to hurt myself. You try it with no blood or anything, and it, nothing happens. Mm. <laughs> I bite harder. You take one piercing damage as you bite a little bit through your tongue. You taste some blood, but you you appear right in front of Zula, who's got a battle axe up, almost swinging at you. Stop! Stop! And you've got your commas, and you're not ghosty. And I want to toss my commas toward the doggies. You are going to have disadvantage with these, because it's like not a maneuver that you would typically do with this weapon. I will take the risk. Okay, so into... the, the one that the one that got stabbed. Okay, yeah. go ahead and make two attack rolls as you throw your commas. So your first one you throw, and it uh, bounces into the side of the death dog, but not laid out and falls. One, you roll the one. Yes. <laughs> Tell me how bad I failed. So uh, you throw your comma, and it kind of gets taken by the wind, and it hits Dave. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> oh, Dave. Roll 1d4 for damage. Ew. He's really not expecting it. <laughs> Four. Dave. Sorry, Dave. I didn't mean that, I swear. That fucking hurt, man. <laughs> and uh, it's painful. Four damage to him. I wish I was still ghosty. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're back to Graham Graham. Oh, Eldaith, it's time. And then I like go like I'm going to pray, and I cast Guiding Bolt on one of the doggos. Are they both there? Like... They're Together. both there. One of them is the one that has been stabbed once and has already attacked... Uh, Marath? Marath. <laughs> I'm going to go for that one. Sure. Uh, yeah. It's 20 damage. Damn. And also, whoever attacks him next gets advantage because he's all lit up now. What? Level two. Yeah. It comes out of my hands. It streaks towards this dog and just lights him up. It's all this radiant, holy damage. <laughs> and, and he stays glowed for And he's, one he's like glowing now. So whoever hits him next like is gets advantage because he's easily visible. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the death dogs. Okay. So the one that hasn't been hit by that guiding bolt, it spots you three, and it's going to try to jump up on Gram Gram and attack with two heads. These monsters are ruthless. The first one is going to miss by a lot, and the second one is probably going to miss by a little. 16 to hit. Misses. Tortle shells, man. I Crazy. tell you. She just like turns it back. No. Yeah. So it like tries no. to bite at the side of you, and, and mm. it's sh- your shell just gets in the way. Shell. I'm big shell. And that's its whole turn, but you are right next to this creature now, face okay. to face with it. The other one is going okay. to try and bite Marath. Oh, Marath. Poor Marath. No sympathy for him. So the death dog hits Marath with one of its heads and bites into his neck, and it just tears up, and Marath's head is almost removed from his body. And uh, he goes, and then silent, and stops flailing around altogether and is dead. Don't think I can help. As the one head of the death dog chews on what he got off of the neck, the other one turns around and tries to attack Dave. So Dave is going to be bit hard in his side, like taking some rough damage. Uh, but he sort of bashes the creature with his shield and backs away. Oh, uh, he was good. Dave's cool. Back to Zula's turn. I'm going to try take advantage on that advantage. Sure. Take advantage on that advantage. I'm just going to pick up my gray axe and hold it above my head going, <laughs> and I jump off. <laughs> Intimidating. Start running. Okay. I start yes. running towards that dog. <laughs> Not great? No. 
<laughs> terrible. What's your highest there? You had advantage. Um, what did you get? It's a the highest is um a five. It must be the the handcuffs because each time you're swinging, not used to just having it so close, it just uh, ducks sort of right under your swing. You, you shave some of the mane off of its head. <laughs> like you want a piece of this? Uh, Eric, you're up. But I have to go run and go grab my commas first, right? <laughs> That's true. You do. do if you want to use them, or you can just fist fight this thing. Beat the shit out of him. I guess I got to use these hands then. I got I to gotta use these hands. Fisty cuffs. got to use a flurry of blows. Okay. That's what I want to use. To jump down, knee first, right to like the back of the neck of the okay. Unnatural 20. That's going to unnaturally hit. Go ahead. <laughs> and I take right and left. Just hooks right into the eyes. Nat 20. Okay, there it is. Hey, Nat 20s, we got to shout out our high rollers on Patreon because we rolled high. Thanks, high rollers. Woo! Thank you for the good vibes. Finally, something you can punch, right? All right. So you deal 10 damage to it, and uh, now you're standing on the ground next to it. I want to do Step of the Wind, another key point to get away from that. It's like a blur, Graham Graham, to watch Eric work here because he just hits in rapid succession. And then then how do you get away with your uh, Step of the Wind? Backflip. <laughs> backflip behind the the carriage. Okay, just all the way back to yeah. this side. Graham Graham's turn. She's still got her hands in her prayer position. She opens one of her eyes to see what damage was done, and she's like, "Ooh, combat!" And I take out my frying pan and I say, "You've been a bad boy." You've got the frying pan, and you're barely holding it right, and just your two hands are still shackled together. I get twenty-two. Twenty-two will definitely hit. Wow. Uh, you bash your frying pan into the side of its face, and it... <laughs> <boom. laughs> yeah. Death Dogs' turns. Death Dogs'. Death Doggos. One head again is going to try and bite at Graham Graham, who is right in front of it. This time it will hit you with a 20, not a natural oh. 20. Uh, I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw. That is a 17. Okay, so... You're good on that. Don't worry about that or okay, why. Cool, cool. But you do take three piercing damage is all as Ooh. it uh, bites into your frying pan hand. My frying with its pan sharp hand. Fangs. <laughs> it's the other death dog's turn. So it's going to attack you, Zula, with two mouths. I got a three and a four. So I think you're good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? Let me check the four, honestly, because you're unarmored at this point, which means your armor class That's is true. like 10, I believe. You're right. Yeah, it should be 10. All right. You're, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. So you're, you're quick enough without the armor that you can duck out of the way as both heads try and get to you, like, and it's back to your turn. Ooh. Uh, what's oh, actually, I'll have Dave go real quick. Oh, I forgot. Dave's still up. Dave, 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 Dave. Prove yourself, Dave. So Dave's going to try and stab the thing. You killed Marath. There he is. An 18. All right, Dave deals it three more damage. He stabs the top of its neck, and you next, Zula. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and swing at it. Okay. But also, like, look at Dave and be like, yeah, like a little wink, like, yeah. All right. A nod of approval. Sure. <laughs> You're getting a letter of recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're one of the three guardians left, Dave. We can yeah. give you that. Dave is hired. Oh, my gosh. This time, you can't even get your swing all the way out because it just charges forward and knocks you kind of off your footing. Can I surge and take a 
bonus action. You can because you're at level two. Woo! I'll try again. I swing at it, and since I missed, I realize that I just I need both the hand axes. So I'm going to try to separate my great axe into my two hand axes. The great axe has like a hidden break into two hand axe feature. Mm-hmm. Badass. That's pretty cool. But your arms are still cuffed. Break it open okay. while see, separating See if them. you can do it this time. Go ahead and make another strength check. Uh, plus my modifier, an 18. Woo. So you like spin the dials to, to shift it into the two hand axes and just as it happens, you pull apart with all your might and the shackles are still around both of your hands, but they're, the chain is broken. Okay, so half orcs get improved criticals, so you're actually going to roll 3d6 because you managed to get finally one critical hit. How do you want to finish this thing off? I just want to go, for Dave! (laughs) And then I just... (laughs) I want to like cleave one head and then go to the other head. I fucking love that. <laughs> as you slice through the jaws, it vanishes actually before it hits the ground, just into a cloud of black smoke and some splashes of black ichor on the paper. And it is Arak's turn. I come around the cart and just kind of come up from the ground with an uppercut. Oh, a nat 20. Thank you. Thank you, high rollers. Big dice energy. All right, so you critically uppercut it. The thing is now bloodied. Yes! Your turn is over. It's taken 22 damage, and it is Gram Gram's turn. Oh, Eldaith, can we do that lightning thing again? That was so fun. It was felt so cool. <laughs> that is a 24. Woo! Nine damage. Okay, the thing is still up, but barely. It's very bloodied as your guiding bolt, it comes right from your hands, point blank, and just shoots these rays of energy through the death dog and coats it in this light. But it is now the death dog's turn again. Uh, It's not having great luck against your shell, so it's going to turn to Eric, who is now right next to him. Eric's actually going to be double bit. Double bit? And you're going to take... Ten piercing damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw, actually, because uh, you've been bitten by these death dogs. Yeah. 19. Damn, dude. Okay. You're fine, then. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) I need your rolls. I'm going to run on over, and I'm just going to hack away at this dog. With your two hand axes, go ahead. I got a 16 and then a 21. It's two hits. How do you finish this one off, Zula? Uh, I'm just so angry that it's hurting my friends that I just go, hacking ah! <laughs> away at it. So intimidating. So like you do so, and uh, the thing just collapses, and as it does, just like the other one, puffs into smoke. Then you guys are actually like splashed by a little bit of black ichor as it vanishes. That was spooky. How is everyone looking? I didn't get hit at all. Okay. Well, I took 10 damage, so. I just say, come now, children. And I give group hug. Mm-hmm. And oh, I give yeah. a group hug. Since you're, I sense you're fine. Um, I'm channeling my divinity, which is a new level two thing. How does Dave look? So he was checking around the street for more baddies, but then he turns towards you, your little group hug, and he freezes in his tracks, <gasps> like suddenly in pain. And he clutches the bite wound on his side. He lifts up his shirt and his skin all around the wound is black and purple and dripping this black liquid. And he, his eyes just widen and he's like, Oh, that doesn't feel great. And then his eyes fill up with this black liquid and he collapses. Oh, whoa. 
You remember when you both got bit, but you succeeded on your constitution saves? Oh, man. Oh, man. Bam! And he reaches out a hand as you start to run towards him. And he says, Well, thanks for saving me. Dave, no! And his arm drops. Just then you hear a yell from the side of the street. What's going on? An old woman has stepped like out of a tavern and looks at the scene and sees these two dead guards and sees you three and this busted jail cell. And they see Durbin just standing nearby being innocent. (laughs) That's right. Oh, there he is. (laughs) And uh, she says, oh, convicts have just killed the guard. And uh, some other people have come out of alleys to see what's going on. What happened? Drunk people just start pouring out of this tavern. Get them! And uh, they're just going to start chasing you guys. What do you guys do? Um, Do I have time to take Dave's armor? (laughs) No way! (laughs) That would be putting the last nail in the coffin. (laughs) He doesn't need it anymore. Actually, I'm going to do it. I'm going to sling him over my shoulder. All right, Dave goes up on your shoulder. They're like, what? His, she's taken one of the bodies. <laughs> and uh, we've been framed. It wasn't us, I swear. We were attacked. No one will believe us. We have to hide and then come up with a plan. She's right. We have to go. We're gone. So you, you run and try to disappear down an alleyway. Someone hold my hand. Into the dark, unknown streets of Urid City. That's episode two. Hey. God. At least you still have Dave. I know. Yeah. I love Dave. He was so nice. Dave is ours. (laughs) (laughs) So how are your characters feeling right now? She's feeling despair. Just like she let down everyone and a little hungry. Mm. It's okay because pizza time is next. Yes. We sure go for a slice right now. My energy is pretty low. Um. Only down to three HP, so... So everybody's physically feeling it. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Those dogs took a lot out of me. Zula? So much better than the fire (laughs) elemental. She's like, I was chained up. I didn't get hit at all. (laughs) I missed a few swings, but I killed both of them. All right, folks. I'm going to need somebody to roll a D100 for next episode. I brought my actual D100. Finally, we have a D100. Vintage. Maraca. Let's see what we get here. It's a 46. 46. Not 4D6. No. 46. 40. We're not rolling 46. <laughs> Tune in next time, guys. Uh, one last shout out to Durbin's Pack for getting us out of the pinch with the potion of ghostiness. Pack attack. <laughs> Thank you guys for another uh, great episode. We will see you Woo! next time. All right. Good luck. Yeah, we're going to need it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. 
If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.